Hello boys and girls, it's the Ghetto Wheel of Money! And we over here at the Pick and Pack on 128th and Block. So here's what we're gonna do. You know the rules, we're gonna have the Wheel of Money. We set it up right here in the middle of this gas station. We're gonna pull three people from the crowd and we're gonna see what they're gonna win. So, what's your name? Oh, uh, my name's Devontae. Am I, am I on TV for real? Yeah, man, you on TV right now. What you wanna say? Oh, shoot, I wanna shout out to my boy Pookie. I wanna shout out my uh boy Little Ball. I want to shout out my baby mama, Shadita. You know I love you, girl. And then I want to shout out my side chick, uh, Aisha. You know I love you, too, girl. You know, Sharita don't mean nothing to me, even though you caught her at my house last week. But, hey, how do I win this money? Because I'm trying to get that money and get paid, son. Ha, ha, ha. get a wheel of money getting everybody they winning back. All right, so next person, what's your name? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I don't need to tell you my name. But if you want to call me something, my name Chris Cross. I ain't going to tell you my government name because I'm wanted in like five counties. But my name Chris Cross. Chris Cross. All right, man. Anonymous Chris Cross. All right. So uh, next person, next person. What's your name over here? Yeah, boy. My name Little Trail Mix. And I'm up in here mixing it on the woods and twos. I want you to check out. Hey, you checked out my mixtape? You checked out my mixtape, bro? I'll sell it to you for $10, bro. We, me and my boys, we trying to get hot, dude. We got that beat. You want me to spit some bars for you? Listen, all I'm telling you right now is the only way you're going to make that money is by spinning this wheel. So let's go ahead and spin it. All right, man. Devontae, here's what we're going to do. So you got $300. What we got over here is we got a mystery product behind the counter over there. Now, what we're going to do is you got to spell it out on the big board over here over uh, Mr. Patel's head. So what's gonna happen? Give me a letter. Uh, 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 I'll I give you a Q. Give you a Q. Uh, 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 today, Junior. Listen, I understand that we in the middle of this thing. All right, Q, Q, get out of here with the Q. All right, all right, you automatically output that. All right, third and final chance to win actually any money because I've already kicked the first two out. Go ahead, spin that wheel. All right, $400, let's, let's, come on, give me a letter. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. Well, we're back with another hot episode of the Donut Box Podcast. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Uh, Whenever this is released, it'll be released on Juneteenth. For those of y'all that don't know what Juneteenth is, uh... So basically, in Texas, uh, after the Emancipation Proclamation was written and signed, uh, the people in Texas didn't know that was a thing, and so there were still slaves in Texas. And uh, that that Juneteenth is when they found out that hey, we're finally free. So that's when the last slaves in Texas were finally freed, uh, Juneteenth. So I think I think that's right. So, yeah, I think that's- no, no, you're right. Uh, my question is, was it in poor taste that we just did a. Uh- <laughs> jokes about <laughs> ghetto and stuff like that but not really because let me tell you let me tell you something ghetto is not a color ghetto is a mindset dude ghetto is a mindset <laughs> i love you can, ghetto people you, are funny you <laughs> you got you got high society people it doesn't matter what color they are i mean most of the time they are predominantly white but ghetto people you got ghetto people you got nerds of every race you got all all different types so no we're not stereotyped. Yeah, we love all of our types. I just wanted to clarify. We we shout out everybody here, including the hood folk. Well, you know what they say. I ain't got no type. Cups with the ice and I do it every night. That's a little throwback for you. But yeah, we got a great show for you. But before we do that, uh, 
give us a shout out of some of our people. We got to shout out the uh, international folks first. Of course, we got Brussels, Belgium, right? And then, of course, we got our Frankfurt, Germany. And then Singapore has been really bringing the heat. The heat map is just on fire with Singapore. It's just crazy. And then um, we got one in Australia. And I hope they ain't offended by Australian accents. I'm sure they have been in the past. That's that's okay, though. And uh, we got some in the U.K. and over in Ireland. I mean, we got we got a bunch of folks overseas. And then here in the States, we got ourselves Oregon, Washington, California on the West Coast. And, I mean... New Mexico is real hot. Texas is always hot. We got to, you know, shout out our home state and everything like that. All through the South, Georgia, even all the way through the Mid-America area, which I don't... Did you even know that was a, a name of a region was Mid-America? That's a part of the United yeah, States. Yeah, that's like the Midwest. That's what that sound. Yeah. Yes. I knew that. Most people actually don't know. Um, I Just random note, I have no clue why I'm going to say this, but... Um, Literally, I was reading something about how most people can't even name all 50 states that are that live in the United States. Well, I know I can't, uh, for sure. I can't. I, I know them. I know that they're there, but there's a couple that I'll forget. Um, yeah, so we're going to hop into our first segment, which is the Old Fashioned Donut, which is a story from our past. And we have done some of our crappy jobs from our past. We've done people from our past. But today... Mike and I are going to talk about the crappy places we have lived, like crappy houses, crappy apartments, because everybody has lived uh, somewhere that's crappy. Um, now, in America, what you would probably consider crappy, other nations would consider like a great place to live. But crappy as far as American standards go. Uh, so I'm going to let Micah kick it off for us. Boy, so my very, very, very first apartment, which I guess – a lot of people's crappy apartment stories are one of the first ones or probably the first one is pretty bad, but moved in and literally, I mean, typical problems like, okay, bugs and stuff like that. Not just that, but, uh, neighbors are a big thing when it comes to crappy apartments and the people that lived above us were meth heads, um, really, really high on drugs all the time. And so it was just, you would see some crazy stuff. Like, I mean, we were on the back porch one time. I was just sitting out there. And this guy walks up uh, to the porch. And he kind of, like, stares at me. And then he says, um, yeah, so I'm about to climb up. Um, you, you know one of those, it's, uh, what are they called? The, like, the water drainage pipes? Drain, that, drain pipe? The drain drain pipe. pipe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. But drain pipe. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a long day can't tell just fyi but uh drain pipe and he was like i'm gonna climb this drain pipe to the second floor if that's all right with you i've got a key to get in like is that fine with you and i was like yeah i i guess and so then here goes this dude and i kid you not like a squirrel he climbed up that thing and then he hopped the rail over and let himself into the apartment up there and i was going okay (laughs) I mean, it was almost like a super, you know, like supernaturally, there's no way that on his own he was going to be able to climb like that. You know what I mean? Um, But you would hear all sorts of other things, like people getting body slammed up there. Uh, That's what it sounded like, at least. Like people screaming and yelling and throwing stuff and just all sorts of craziness. Um, Like they threw this party one time, too. And literally they said, like they told us about it ahead of time, which was cool. But they told us... 
like because we asked like when are when is it going to be wrapped up like when is the party going to be done and they said oh well we're thinking like three four in the morning right it's like okay not exactly ideal but okay and no 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 no. at three in the morning it was still like ramping up like people were still showing up like we had a view of the parking lot and people were still showing up with like cases of beer like they just getting there kind of like showing up and so we had to get up to go to work at like four in the morning not four in the morning i'm sorry seven in the morning and you know there's three in the morning so it's like we're already getting a few hours of sleep as it is and they were just being so loud um they were like throwing stuff people like throwing stuff up the porch and when i say it was a party so literally there was about 50 people in one apartment like right above us so it it sounded like the whole roof was like going to come down on us with how many people had their feet up there and i mean people were dancing the music was bumping all that stuff um man it reeked of marijuana like really really bad like it was just it was so bad and then the third floor also decided they were going to have a party and what did they do? They had a live band at their party. And I was sitting here like, what is going on? So, um, of course, we went up there to the apartment the upstairs and we said, listen, y'all said y'all were going to be wrapping it up around this time, you know. And um, their response was, well, if you don't like it, call the cops then. Call the cops then. And, you know, we weren't trying to make no trouble it was just like listen we got to get some hours of sleep or something man like we got to get up to work in a couple hours so we ended up calling the cops and like the cops shut it down and then after that they were like really obnoxious about like being really loud upstairs or like making things like harsh on purpose you know what i mean um but like the whole place was just uh it was a mess uh when i first moved in there uh they so you got to think that i had just moved out of my parents house and this is my very first apartment and i had saved up for the deposit and the first month's rent well here comes the second month's rent right and um i had been working this job well the check bounced at this job like i couldn't and that's a totally different story but the check bounced and so i didn't have the means to pay the rent pretty much um, and so I told him, I said, Hey, you know, I'm going to be a few days late. Um, I'm expecting it like the fourth or fifth. Uh, if you can do me a favor and not tack on those additional charges, you know, that they have for being late, like the late fees and things. And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. No problem. I kid you not, man. The third came around the fourth came around on the morning of the fifth. I had a notice on my door that was like pay within 24 hours or you're going to be evicted. And it was like, what? And not just that, but of course, they had been tacking on the charges the entire time, even though they said that they weren't doing that. Um, And I mean, the place was just bad. It just bugs real bad. And then also, um, there's like a beach volleyball court behind us and like all the dogs, like that's where they went to the bathroom. And so when you watch people play in their bare feet and there, you're like, oh man, that's gross. There was a rat in the pool one time. And I mean, that wasn't no mouse. That was a rat. Like, it was massive. Um, just the whole place was, like, falling apart. It was just it, nothing really about it was really cool. And the, you know, we also, I also had three roommates as well. And so it was, uh, and I was in the, the bedroom that I had was the smallest. And so it was just really, um, I tease about it being the two-man cell because it was, like, no bigger than, like, a two-man cell in jail. 
not that I know what that looks like, but just um, it wasn't really big. Like it was pretty darn small. You could fit a uh, like a full size mattress and you barely had room to fit um, like bedside tables next to it. Like that's how small the room was. Sounds like a crappy apartment. Uh, my first apartment actually wasn't too bad. The only thing was that like uh, when I moved there, they they were still like changing management. So the water was not that hot. There was not a lot of hot water. But once I moved in there, um, it was it got fixed towards the end of the time that I was moving out in the three years that I was there. And so my neighbors were actually pretty good. Um, so my first apartment wasn't horrible. Um, the So, you know, you guys have heard uh, the story about, you know, me getting married and then getting divorced. And then, of course, now I'm remarried to a wonderful woman. Uh, but whenever uh, that divorce was going on, I moved into an apartment and it was actually nicer than the first one uh, I had ever moved into, but the management was horrible. The management was absolutely horrible. You couldn't get anything fixed at all. And I remember I was actually, I don't remember where I came from, but I remember uh, Michael went to go check on my cat and he was like, hey dude, did you know you got a hole in the ceiling? And I was like, what? And apparently the, because I live downstairs, apparently the upstairs, whenever they went to the bathroom, like the water just dripped and dripped and dripped that it made um the ceiling moist and so it got so moist that it ended up turning black and it got moldy like it was black and it ended up to where the whole like a good part of the panel the ceiling fell down and like i put in request after request after request and like i called them put it as an emergency like i did everything and it finally took me having to go into their office and being like, Hey, if you guys don't fix this, we're getting the city on the phone. I will call, I have the city on the phone right now. And we, you guys will get in trouble for unsafe living conditions. Cause this is black mold. Like this is horrible. But the one thing I've learned with apartments is, uh, always get everything in writing. Make sure you get everything in writing. Make sure you take pictures and evidence of everything. But what also made this apartment was horrible was again, I lived on the first floor, but the second, uh, the people that moved into the second floor right before I moved out, they were young people that had. This was their first apartment, so like they were running all the time. They had dogs that would run back and forth, and so it was just uh, clop, clop, clop. And I'm fine with that, but it was like at one o'clock in the morning, and so I was like, man, I have to be to work. Kind of similar. It's like I have to be to work early, and so like I would like bang on the ceiling with the broomstick. I was that neighbor. And I remember, again, they had a party and like they were just being absolutely so loud. And I had to be to work at like four in the morning. And so I went up there and I was like, hey, man, like, can y'all just keep it down? Like, please. And so I ended up moving out like a couple months after. And here's one thing, man, like however you feel about uh, weed or whatever, that's fine. And if you want to smoke it in your own home, that's cool. But like my neighbors now, they like sit out on the porch like in between my apartment and theirs and they're sitting kind of closer to my apartment and like they smoke weed every single day and so it stinks up my apartment and i'm like bro like and it's like the smelly weed too it's like that skunk it's like running over skunk and you're just like dude like please just stop and like they let their dogs off the leash like they sit sit on the on the stairs smoking weed next to my apartment and just let their dogs just like run out use the bathroom not on a leash nothing i'm like man if you have pets, like, put them on a leash if you take them out, especially if you're in an apartment setting. So, yeah, man. Heck, yeah. I totally get you. And um, I will say this. the uh, I'm going to 
saying this about the city of Lubbock. City of Lubbock was uh, quite difficult to actually navigate who actually would <laughs> fix the problem. You know what I mean? Or who we could call out there because we called so many people within the city and they're like, no, that's not my job. And it's like, but what, what else do you do? And couldn't really give you a straight answer. Um, you remember that? Like we called a bunch of people and they were just like, yeah, that's not my department. It's like, who would it be then? It's like, well, try this person. And you would try like this other department. They're like, yeah, that's not really me. Try this other department. And we just got to run around the whole time. It's crazy, man. But yeah, there's, you know, living in crappy apartments. I mean, everybody's got to do it so you can appreciate the nice stuff whenever you do have it. So it's, you know, it's, it's at least four walls and a roof and, you know. Oh, heck yeah. We're going to segue into our next segment, and that's the Jelly Donut, and that's our jail report. So, what do you got for us? Well, just like last week, we're going to change it up just a little bit, and we are going to do something a little fun, and this one is actually the got fired, funny got fired stories, or the best got fired stories. Okay, that's interesting. You fired. I want to... I want to find the Donald Trump clip and just play it after each time. You're fired. Fired. <laughs> all right. So the first one, um, and these are all from Reddit. I don't know. I, I like Reddit. It, it's a time killer. I have to really be careful about it because, yeah, Reddit. Anyways, uh, so first one, during my senior year in high school, I was working at McDonald's. It was right after Christmas, and we were really busy. I was there four hours and had two to go and was supposed to get a 30-minute break. Since we had slowed down, I asked my manager if I could have a break. The shift manager said that nobody was taking a break, and I said thanks a lot. She told the assistant manager, and she was pretty sure that they were being intimate together, the assistant manager um, and this other person here, instead of thanks a lot, that the person had told her to F off. So then they fired her on the spot. Um, and so they wouldn't even give her that side of the story. So a week later, she started working at Jack in the Box and was a six man or a, a shift manager in six months. And then, um, did that a couple of years in college and then moved up to assistant manager and then general manager. And then she remembered how badly she was treated at McDonald's. And pretty much that was, that was what it was. And she's talking about how, how much better she did as a manager later on. But yeah, pretty, pretty crazy stuff. So and that seems to happen a lot, right? Where you might be sassy one moment, just like, thanks a lot. And then a coworker or the manager and the assistant manager, it's like they had a little thing together. So then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that girl, she told me to F off. And those places like McDonald's, they really don't care. So then it's just like fired on the spot. Well, ah. let's not brush past the fact that there, so many places break the law with not giving you the break you're required to have a break, you know, for however many hours you work, like every 30 minutes. And so there are so many places they get away with that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just nuts to me. All right. So the next one, um, a customer called in and, and this is at a call center, sounds like a customer called in and was having a medical emergency on the line. And the person thinks that it was probably a heart attack, but wasn't sure. Um, and it's like, so she used the phone in the empty cubicle next to her to call 911, stayed on both lines, and got EMS with her. She was then fired because she took too long on the calls already, and this call was exceptionally long. Then also she made an unauthorized outgoing call, and then C, she gave the customer's personal information that she had gathered previously in the call to the 911 operator. 
So for those three reasons, she was fired. Dang, that's messed up. I would be bringing a lawsuit because it's like if I didn't call nine one one, I would be going to jail for not rendering aid. Like I would be bringing a lawsuit, dude. Yeah, isn't that isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? The next one, and this happens quite a bit. This one's actually quite short. So. This person apparently didn't reply to a text from their boss for about 20 minutes um, during their granddad's funeral. And so apparently because they didn't text them back, they got fired. I feel like there's more to the story to that. But at the same time, you know, some of these vindictive bosses will use anything. No, I've seen I've seen text threads where it's like um, where bosses are like, hey, can you come in today? Um, I really need you to come in. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm at my girlfriend's funeral. It's like, well, fine. If you don't want to be a team player, then just consider yourself fired. And it's like, bro, I hate those kind of bosses. Reminds me of the boss at uh, Boot Corral for sure. Oh, yeah. The guilt tripping kind. Yep. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like, oh, so you're just going to be a, a, a weenie and just let your granddad's funeral affect you from coming into work? It's just like I. It's like I've worked three years through all my grandparents' funerals. I had every grandparent die, and I didn't go to one. I was here every day. I didn't even cry a tear. It's like, yeah, well, that's you. So, all right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we have some experience with that. If you can't tell, all right. So the next one, um, I was driving cars for a shady car dealership and was getting paid under the table. Um, and they were kind of doing this as a filler job because they'd been laid off from their their job, so they were kind of in between. Um, they'd got a call from his uncle that he was having a suicide attempt and they were taking him to a psychiatric ward at the local hospital. Um, but, and wouldn't talk to anybody else but him. And so, so he said, I told my boss, I got a role like, Hey, and, uh, he said something like your job becomes or comes before your family. If you leave, don't come back. So I left. The next morning, he hung up and asked me why I wasn't, or he called me up and uh, asked why I wasn't at work. So I hung up on him. Yeah, I hate that place. That's places that are like, your work comes from your family. Any place that says, you know, your work comes before your family, mm-mm, not true. Not true. You need to get out of there. And my thing is, they're also paying you under the table, so they obviously don't care enough about you to even sign you to, you know, any paperwork to give you any benefits or anything like that. So obviously, they're not really on your side, anyways. All right, so <clears throat> the next one. Uh, my wife got fired for giving an entry-level donor, and she worked for an art gallery, um, a bottle of water at a big dinner at an art auction. Her boss had insisted that there um, be no water at the event, but when this particular donor asked for water, my wife went and found water for them. The boss found out and fired her for insubordination, saying that I demanded no water be had. So apparently this lady's got fired because um, one of these high society art people didn't want water at the gallery. And uh, she went and got water for somebody. What's wrong with people, dude? It's like you're, you're taking care of people like people are, uh, people like that. You know, and I'm sure a lot of the times people get fired and they're like, I'm kind of glad that I don't have to deal with that crap anymore because I'm sure if she was dealing, if that's the reason she got fired, she was dealing with some other stuff too there. All right, last one. My first job ever was as a dishwasher. I was so proud. And I was 18. Of course, my parents didn't believe me, so my mom called them and asked if it was true. They fired me right then and there because they felt that I was reliable um, and 
<laughs> he says that I have yet to let my folks live that one down. But yeah, so apparently they fired him as a... Wait, time out. Time out. They fired... What was the reasoning they, they gave They fired him? this kid because they felt that he was unreliable because his mom had... Oh, you... Oh, you... You said reliable at first, so I was like, what? I think he meant Sorry, unreliable. I, I thought I said unreliable. But yeah, unreliable. So essentially, they felt that he was unreliable because his mother called up. I mean, I kind of see their point. I, I'm not saying it's right, but I do see their point. If I had a mom call up there and she was calling up there all the time, I'd be like, yeah, nah. You're, it, and I told a kid this before. I'm like, your mom doesn't work here. You work here. So... I mean, I understand that, but apparently this was just like a one-time thing, and it was because his her mom didn't believe that he actually got a job. So like all she was doing was calling up there and be like, "You actually em employ him," and so then they were like, "Ooh, you're unreliable." So what, my question is, what did mom say? Like, do you really employ him? He's a lazy, good for nothing. <laughs> I don't know. For them to be like, "Ooh, he sounds a little unreliable. Let's fire him." Yeah. So. A little bit of interesting stories about people getting fired for kind of ridiculous, goofy reasons. So yeah, uh, we can also move into the next one if you want, which is the donut hole. Which, uh, Chris, we got some interesting one here. I know you always love these conspiracy theories. Oh yeah, it depends on what it is. Some of them I'm like, you are smoking too much crack. Um, when I hear these. <laughs> yeah, well... This is why I love uh, telling Chris these conspiracy theories is because he'll give his, um, you know, unfiltered opinion here. So we're going to start. And these are all ones that, like, maybe are a little popular but not super popular, right? So the very first one. What do you think about this, Chris? Uh, some people think that COVID-19 was engineered by the media. Um, that the virus is a hoax and it was engineered by the, the media to essentially, because the media's ratings were down, like news agencies, things like that. And so essentially they knew that this would create mass hysteria and make their ratings go up. So essentially it was a hoax that they just made the whole thing up. I don't think parts of that are true. I do think some of that is true though. I really do. I oh, I, I definitely think it's embellished. I think there's a lot that's embellished about it to, to propagate it some more, but as far as it being completely engineered by the media and it being not a real thing, yeah, I don't think so. Because, listen, I've had COVID at one point, and it's, I mean, you feel it. It's definitely a sickness, and it's definitely not like something. It's you real for sure. Do do I believe that people made COVID in a lab? Oh, yes, I, I genuinely believe that they did. I believe that 100%. Oh, I do too. Um, and to be honest, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I won't go any further on that because I can go down a whole rabbit trail on that. But no, we're we're same on that. I feel like that was definitely something that was altered in a lab and accidentally released or maybe not accidentally released. Oh, I don't think it was accidentally released. I think it was on purpose. But, you know, that's a different subject for a different day. That's a different that's a different conspiracy theory. Right. All right. Um, so the next one here now, you, you probably think this one's great, um, that the Earth has been sucked into a black hole. And so right now uh, we're actually traveling through the heart of a black hole. And that is why we were seeing um, crazy phenomenons that we haven't seen before, as in like weather and things like that. Okay, let me let me just stop you right there. Let me just stop you right there. It it 
These are probably the same people that don't even believe in God. It takes more faith to believe in that crazy crap than to actually believe that God created the universe and that we're... Now, I don't believe that 100%. I believe that there's stuff going on on the Earth, but I don't believe it's because we're in a black hole. Whoever thinks that is smoking crack. No, and I want to I wanna say something else, too. Things about climate change, I know that's a very like hot topic issue, but the things about like climate change, we understand that the earth goes through its ebbs and flows. I mean, it went through an ice age well before we introduced a lot of the pollutants that we, you know, are damaging the planet now, so-called, and melting the polar ice caps. I get it, and there is warming, but how much of that is natural? And, you know, talk about holes in ozone layer and things like that. Um, did you know that the planet Venus actually had a stable atmosphere to one point, and literally their ozone got punctured, and so now it's, it's where all the heat radiates in and everything like that but can't get back out that's why it's so darn hot so but at the same time that was just the natural ebbs and flows of the planet not necessarily what we as humans have done you know what i'm saying so i I think things are going on with the planet i don't think we're in a black hole i think it would be a lot more obvious i think we'd be seeing some weird weird things as we're traveling through it you know what i mean as far as when you look up in the sky it wouldn't just be like the milky way at night we'd be like it would look like we're moving or like some weird things be happening i don't think it would just look normal like it does right now you might have heard this one and family guy has made a joke about it but disney is actually a frozen and he is going to come back at some point and be reanimated whenever that, um, <laughs> I guess, kind of like Futurama, whenever the little timer goes ding. How much do you believe that Disney is actually frozen and will be reanimated at some point? I don't think he will be. Uh, and we're talking about Walt Disney, just for clar- clarification. I do not believe that he will be reanimated. I do believe that he is frozen because he was a weird dude. Not the best guy in the world at all. Um, quite racist, actually. Very racist. Hated Jewish people, and so if you hate Jewish people, eh, I'm not with you. So, yeah, but I do think he's frozen. I heard he was very eccentric like that. I, I can imagine, but I don't think... I think at this point, they brought it... You know, it probably would have been for like the year 2000 or something like that. And if the orders were to reanimate him, they probably just uh, defawed him and just like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> um, but anyways, all right, next. Um, this one's a little interesting, and I didn't believe that. I thought this was a joke, right? But actually, there's a whole campaign that believes that this is a thing. Uh, that Prince Charles of England, or what, I'm not sure how the royal family is, or isn't he like the Prince of Wales or some? I don't, I don't know. Anyways, Prince Charles is a vampire, actually. I guess he's King Charles now. Well, I mean, he's been around for a long time. I I would believe that, uh, you know, Queen Elizabeth was a vampire because she was holding on for God knows how long. Uh, but, I mean, I think that's... I don't know. I don't well, know. and the the supporting theory behind it is because many of the royal family in Charles's bloodline were known to have a disease called uh, promorphia. It's an iron deficiency, which causes people to be sensitive to sunlight and all, a bunch of other kind of medical issues. And so how they get around that is they drink others' blood. I don't know. Maybe that's how they do some weird so stuff. I mean, one of them is a straight-up pedophile. So. Yeah, that's true. And then they have somebody to wipe their butt for them. Um, anyways, all right. So here's the next one. 
the Nazis actually had a secret base in Antarctica. I heard. I've heard this one before. I've heard this one before. Um, I d- I don't think that's true. I really don't think that's true with how cold it is, and um. All that, I just don't think that that's true. And to expand upon it, uh, just just for the viewers at home, what it is is it was around the 1950s that the Nazis had, um, they said that there was a secret base in Antarctica. Um, and this, the 1950s is when the rumor started. Um, but they had this secret base in Antarctica during the Second War that housed advanced technology like UFOs and biotoxins, things that they were testing that they didn't want on the mainland, that sort of thing, nuclear warheads stuff like that um however there's been no evidence to suggest that it's true i i don't necessarily think it's true i think it's one of those things i mean it's the 50s right you just got out of the war you're talking about a bunch of dudes who just got out of the war and uh, are still worried about stuff like that or you know ooh, there's a weapon stockpile in antarctica or something like that you know how that kind of stuff goes yeah it's like a whole bunch of third graders it's like oh yeah well i heard miss Mrs. Jenkins, she had fake eyeballs, and she has to actually plug them in and recharge them, and they have lasers on them, and this one kid, and be like, oh yeah, I heard last year this one kid, he got, made her mad, and she obliterated him. It's like, it's like from the Sandlot. It's basically for, like the, from the Sandlot. When they tell the story. Pretty much. Um, alright, a couple more here. So the next one, this one is really, okay, but uh, we are all living in the Matrix, just like the movie, and literally we're just in a real-life simulation, and we are, our body is actually somewhere else. And this explains deja vu, and that would be kind of the glitch in the Matrix, per um, se. I think that person really just doesn't want to deal with the reality of life, whoever thinks that. Um, and, I mean, I think deja vu is, I think you, you have, like, dreamed where you're at. Um, and I think that's, you know, maybe you're just like, oh yeah, I've been here before. Maybe you dreamed it and forgot about it. I don't know. That might count for deja vu. I don't know. But yeah, I think whoever believes in that, I just don't think they want to face reality. Definitely an interesting one, as is our last one, which the last one is, the moon is not real. Okay, don't even, that's just... That's just asinine. That's asinine. So this particular conspiracy theory has gained traction um, that they say that the moon is simply a projection because at this point, um, when the government started projecting it in the 1800s, that literally, who, who can say that they haven't been projecting it since that point and it's just that projection that's been there. But the moon controls the tides, right? Is that true yes and not just that here's something else to refute this as well on on the other end of this um think about this most of the major scientists most of the major tribes most of the major peoples who were early early on tracked the moon (laughs) phases and um you know it was a way of life to track the stars especially the moon because it's a giant shiny or you know orbit around our our planet so um there's been plenty of documented cases that you know before people have definitely seen the moon and it's not just a projection yeah i don't know man i don't know what people think so this leads to a more popular one and this isn't on the list but i'm just gonna 
do you actually believe that we've been to the moon or the popular conspiracy is that it was in a studio and essentially when we were in the cold war with russia that uh we had to be first so we did it in the studio and neil armstrong just hopped around the studio for a little bit yeah i i don't believe um that we were the first i do believe that we went to the moon later i do believe that we have been to the moon but i don't believe that we were the first i in 1969 i do believe that it was filmed in a studio um i just think it was kind of one of those things of yeah we have to be first and we got to beat russia and um they already said and they had they had already spent a dog and a monkey yeah they had already had sputnik and uh (laughs) dude every time i hear that it's like i hear it from toy story 2 is like two words sputnik once the astronauts went up, <laughs> children That's only funny. wanted to play with space. <laughs> but yeah, so um, kind of some weird, crazy conspiracies there. Um, uh, the the one that just gets me is like the boon isn't real. It's like, please tell me you're you're joking. But you know, people do believe this stuff. It's incredible. Well, guys, we are going to skip the what fries my donuts because we're just gonna have a positive episode. With a whole bunch of peace, love, and tranquility, my guy. Uh, but we're going to do our mystery donut, and that's our improv segment. So let's pull a accent out of the hat. Oh, man. It's New York. Oh, yeah. So let's see what these New Yorkers have to do for their scenario. I'm going to pull one out of the hat. Okay. I don't know who put this one in the hat, but jury duty. Have you ever been summoned? <laughs> have you ever been summoned for jury duty? Um, so I have, but then like they dropped the case or something happened with the case to where we didn't have to be a jury. So it didn't matter. Like it happened like the very next day after I got the little jury duty card. Oh, okay. I've never got one ever. I was kind of excited to get out of work for a few days. Yeah, exactly. But okay. Uh, do you want to start or I'll start whatever? Yeah, I can, I can start. You know, here's my problem. I'm looking at this guy, and he's looking over here, and I know he's guilty. I mean, I look, he's looking over here, he's looking all sad eyes like his little puppy dog McGee over here. I know for a fact, he did it. He literally got on that motorbike and he sped away. Listen, I can tell you that right now, just by the little skeevy look on his face. Well, I'm gonna make a motion for the uh, judge to uh, dismiss me from the jury duty because uh, it's a conflict of is- interest. I will be guilty by association. This guy knows my cousin Big Nose Marone, who's married to his cousin Maria, who's married to her aunt, his uncle, their stepson, Christopher. Are you Christopher, telling me that you're, you're related to Christopher as well? Yes, I'm related to Christopher. He's my no good nephew's cousin's uncle's aunt's daughter's godson oh so you must be from paloma paloma what do i look that's where your family's from Paloma. does it look like i got the big nose that's my cousin big nose barone but i'm telling you i know this guy probably did it but we can't rat out our own people that's just not the way of our people i understand but look at his face look what he did He, he was running around with the wrong crowd you understand what i'm saying you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. Ah, bada bing, bada boom. We bite him over, bake him some nice ziti. We give him some, uh, some cannolis. You know, it's all good. Done. We don't have to go through this jury business. Listen, all I'm going to tell you right now is we got to do what's right. We got to do what's right. 
Because you know who else is Italian? The judge in this case. And we're not trying to get somebody else in there, alright? Hey, you know the code. We don't whack anybody or send them off to the electric chair without the consent of the Godfather. You talking? Are you talking about Tony? Two Peanut Tony? Two Peanut Tony? What are you, a moron? I'm not talking about Two Peanut Tony. I'm talking about Don Caroleone. Hold on. What family are you with? I thought you were part of the same Kappa here. I don't know who you're talking about. Caroleone? Who the heck is that? All I'm saying is I was with your mother's family last night. Listen, we don't need to bring any of that in here. All I'm trying to, t all I'm trying to see is who you're part of. Listen. I don't need any lip from your stupid mouth. Well, I'm gonna get out of here and scram before Big Nose Brown comes and find me. You know he's got the gift of gab, and I'm not trying to be here for another three hours listening to his whole lecture. If I wanted to do that, I would go to mass. Listen, all I'm telling you is you probably get out of here, you stupid little You're starting to get on my nerves. And that was our improv segment. It's always very hard to keep it clean. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's hard to keep it clean because I just want to... Uh... Really, really be like New York. Shout out to our New York folks, even New Jersey folks. Y'all's accent is great. I love just walking around talking like that. It's a little weird down here in Texas. People give you looks, but it's fun to do it. I wonder if pe people up there want to talk like Texans. I bet you that's fun for them. Dude, do it. I would love to see a New Yorker be like, yeah, I tell you what. <laughs> I would love that. That'd be great. It'd be great. So we are going to segue into our eclair, which is our positive advice. And I don't remember who went first last week, but I'm going to be a nice gentleman and let you go first. Oh, I was about to say good because it was me that went first last week. But here, I'll go again. I'll go first again this week. So my eclair this week, and I know it sounds like the whole cliche thing, but uh, keep your eyes open for opportunities that are coming. And, uh, you know, the whole Michael Jordan poster of you missing 100% of the shots that you don't take. Well, it's true. I thought that was Wayne Gretzky slash Michael Scott. No, so <laughs> it was actually Michael Jordan. That's what I love about that show is he always be getting quotes wrong, just like when he pulls up in the PT Cruiser and uh, he's listening to a Lady Gaga song and he's like, it's Britney. And uh, anyways, I, Michael Scott's great. Um, shout out to The Office. But yeah, no, um... It's one of those things, man, to where you you just got to get out there and really keep your eyes open for the opportunities because sometimes you only get one. And um, I'll put it to you this way. I had an opportunity come about via text message. And I kid you not, it was, it was based on a decision that I made in my mind. And, you know, that decision and that gut feeling literally said, text them back and be like, why not me? Because... Uh, it was about a job at one point, and it was like, you know, we're having a hard time finding this person and all this other stuff, and I knew that I could do the job, and it was a heck of an opportunity for me. It was way out of my league, but I said, why not me? And I ended up getting that job. I ended up not staying at that job too long for some other reasons, but at the same time, got me to where I am today anyways. So it was one of those deals to where if I didn't take that shot, if I didn't believe in myself and I didn't say, hey... You know, why not me? Why not me being in that spot? Then I wouldn't be where I'm at right now and uh, wouldn't have the growth and wouldn't have, you know, some of the features that I have that uh, really help me excel. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Um, I know this is really cliche and cheesy, but uh, be real, be authentic, be yourself. And I talked talk that to our kids today, just kind of letting them know, man, like, hey, uh, 
you know, all of us want to fit in, right? Like, and I'm sure a lot of us have done some stupid stuff to fit in, or we've lied about stuff about ourselves, or we've kind of uh, hidden parts of ourselves from others just to fit in. And uh, I'll give you the, an example. When I was in middle school, I wanted to be liked by the, the urban crowd. Uh, so I would wear dress like they were wearing. I wear the baggy jeans, the flat bill hats, you know, I think uh, I wanted to get a grill at one part. Yeah, and I'd be talking like, yeah, 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 man. Oh, I still want to get yeah, a Yeah, I'd be grill. like talking like, yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's cracking my, you know. <laughs> they let me say it. They let me say it. They let me say it. My friends like. They gave him the card. They gave him the card. I, I, I was a witness. They gave him the I card. I mean, that really wasn't who I was. And I found out every time I tried to fit in and tried to be something that I was not, you know, I would get friends that weren't really the best friends but as soon as i started being myself you know that's when the true friends came around so just be yourself don't worry about who likes you and who doesn't like you if you're just yourself the people that really matter will like you for you and i know that that sounds really uh weird and cliche but we live in a fake society man and everybody wants to put on the facebook and instagram filter and make their life pretty but just be real be you uh yeah that's all i got to say yeah bro we live in a fake society where being real will get you punished, and that ain't cool. So, um, but anyways, that's why you got to be real. That's why we love people on this podcast, because we've always been, you and I have both been the dudes that have, uh, you know, swam against the current and swam against uh, what's uh, common or mainstream, done our own thing. So, and uh, we enjoy our listeners being the same way. So, yeah, man, so tvtrashcan.com, tvtrashcan.com. Of course, we got uh, the Instagram, the Facebook, all that good jazz, YouTube. Go follow us, like, subscribe. Go talk to us over there, all that good jazz. What else we got to say, Chris? I think that's it, man. I think it's it. Just uh, enjoy life. Have we have, have fun on your summer. Have we left no stone unturned? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to make a, a Father's Day joke because neither one of us have a dad, but, you know, I figured I would. but happy father's day to all the good dads out there uh mine's no longer with us and we won't go into the other one mine's a piece of crap anyways (laughs) yeah but uh anyways guys we're gonna sign off i'm chris and i'm micah and this is the donut box podcast